This is Christian Book Blurb, brought to you by author and songwriter Matt McClary. Get a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the lives of some of your favourite Christian authors. Hear about their books and faith. Also, why not check out my website, mattmcclary.com. Hello and welcome to Christian Book Blurb, the podcast that aims to encourage you and help you to grow in your discipleship as we explore relevant, inspiring, and often hard-hitting themes and messages as we meet some amazing Christian authors and learn about their books, their lives, and their faith on this twice monthly podcast. I'm your host, Matt McClary. Thank you for joining me. And on today's show, I'm going to be chatting with the author, Joe Acharya, about um, her books, her life and her faith, um, around the topic of Christian wellness and good mental health. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's really great um, that you're here. Thank you for joining us today. Um, one of the reasons I've asked you onto the show is because you've written a book um, yeah. <laughs> called Refresh. Can you tell us the whole title of, of your book in case our listeners want to explore further? Yes, it's Refresh, a wellness devotional for the whole Christian life. Now, the term wellness um, is a term we hear kind of banded about quite a lot these days, um, but I would imagine there are a variety of meanings that are associated with the term wellness. So as we kick off this podcast, could you just tell us what does wellness mean for you? Yeah, I mean, you're right. There's so much talk of wellness and sometimes it's, you know, about dieting. Other times it, it can be a little wacky, <laughs> you know, looking at sort of Gwyneth Paltrow's kind of wellness brand and that kind of thing. Um, for Christians, for, for me, I think it's really about living our whole lives in the way that God intended. Um, so it's kind of about that, that kind of Jewish idea of shalom, which we often translate peace, but it's really more like wholeness. Um, and it's looking at every area of our lives, not just the obvious spiritual parts, but actually in every part of our lives, living the way that God has designed us to live, um, the way that he's planned for kind of human flourishing and, and the way we work best. Mm, really good. Thank you. So, should Christians be engaging with, in, in wellness-based activities? I mean, because as you've said, um, when, when someone sees the term wellness, we can interpret this in so many different ways. And, and as, you, as you rightly say, there are some wacky um, <laughs> ideas out there that, that brand themselves as, as wellness whatever. Um, so... Should Christians be engaging in wellness things? Or, I mean, I suppose we need to be discerning as to what kind yeah. of wellness things we, we, we yeah. pick up. That, that's exactly the word I was going to use. We do need discernment, as in every part of our lives. We need to look at, you know, a lot of wellness things are just really good, wise advice and, and things that the, the Bible actually would would also certainly agree with, the, the things that... um that really align with God's will for us. And then there are things that are, are not, <laughs> things that align with, with um, God's will and, and the Bible. So yeah, we need to be discerning, but I think we shouldn't be put off by the idea of wellness and well-being, um, but actually take, take each thing kind of on its own merits. And, and a lot of it just is really practical wisdom that the Bible actually does speak to as well. 
So as part of this practical wisdom that the Bible um, speaks to, um, how have you incorporated that into your book, Refresh? Yeah, well, I, I really wanted to look at the whole of life. You know, we, we talk a lot about the spiritual side. I mean, I, I think all of it is spiritual, actually. But um, we kind of concentrate a lot on, you know, our, our kind of moral behavior and kind of following God's um, design in that sense. Um, and of course, that's, you know, in church and things, that's obviously something we really want to focus on. Um, but I really wanted to look at the physical sides of our lives, the emotional, the mental, the practical, everyday parts of our lives, um, because it's all so important. And I wanted to really put across that message that actually God cares about every part of our lives, mm. not just the sort of, you know, couple of hours that we're in church on a Sunday or, um, you know, he really cares about our everyday lives and those those parts of our lives that we think of as ordinary. And so I, um, it's a devotional book. So each devotional begins with a Bible passage um, and it's a Bible passage that speaks to that topic. So we've got a topic on managing our emotions, looking at things from the Psalms, looking at uh, Jesus's sadness over Lazarus and things like that. Um, there's a topic on looking after our bodies, looking at um, Psalm 139 that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and looking at uh, the fact that Jesus became human and had a human body and what does that tell us so there's lots of different um topics in there there are 13 topics in all um kind of looking at lots of different aspects of our lives that are relevant to all of us and each of them has a bible passage that kind of just helps us to see how does the bible speak into that part of our lives mm. and so as well as the bible passage um i imagine there's like a little story or something explaining that that passage yes. and then is there anything else other than other than that yeah, so each each devotional, and it's, it's uh, designed to be a weekly devotional, so it's not one you have to do every day. It's designed to be quite gentle and flexible. Um, each week you have the Bible passage and a reflection um, talking about that passage. And then there's three questions to help you just relate that to your life and think a bit deeper and, and kind of, um, yeah, just a bit of self-reflection about, well, how does this affect me? Um, what does it mean in my life? And then at the end of each week, there is um, a page of what I call weekly reflections, which are a bit more personal questions. Um, they kind of came out of the idea of a wellness journal, which you might have, might have seen in the shops, kind of lots of secular wellness journals that help you to just think about your mood, think about how you're doing personally. And so those questions are a bit more focused on how has your week been? Is there anything stressing you out? What have been the good things? What are the challenging things? And then an opportunity to kind of pray about that as well and mm. um, invite God into your next week. Yeah, well, I, I like the fact that it's not an, an everyday commitment, as it were. It's sort of mm. more gentle and sort of once a week you could hopefully carve out a little bit of time to um, do this. Because, yes, you don't want to add to the stress or the anxiety of an already sort Absolutely. of stressful life, I suppose. Yes, um, to, yeah. to engage with this so that's really good yeah um some of the topics you mentioned just there um that you cover start to speak into mental health issues don't they yes yeah um and i know for in the church that i go to i there are people who have mental health um 
difficulties. But I know that there are some church circles where Christianity and mental health don't make comfortable bedfellows, shall we say. It's sort of like, well... If you've got a mental health issue, then there's something wrong with your faith. If 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 there's if you've got something wrong, you know, mentally, then you know you're not praying enough. You're not believing enough. Um, what what do you say to that kind of teaching or that kind of understanding of mental health and Christianity? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's actually part of a kind of wider issue that that is in some some churches really that affects physical health conditions as well, where we kind of yes. think Christians should be having perfectly healthy lives, should be, you know, not almost not struggling in any part of our lives. Um, and that just isn't biblical, and it's not what we see. You know, the Christian life is one where we do have trouble, as Jesus said we would. And, you know, I, I personally have um, a physical health condition. I have cystic fibrosis. Um and you do, I think that is hard for people, uh, mental health as well. It's, it's hard for people to kind of square it up. And I think often we, we try to, we have an instinct as humans to explain things, to find the reason when bad things find happen. Find the answer, yeah. <laughs> find the answer, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a, a natural instinct, you know. We, we're not made for chaos, um, and yet we live in this broken world where actually mm. so much does seem chaotic. Mm. And we know as Christians that there is a sovereign God who's above all of that. And yet bad things can happen to any one of us at any time. And that's quite a, you know, it's a thing that actually does give us some anxiety when we really think about it. So I think for some of us, it, it just feels very uncomfortable to see other people suffering and partly because we really want to help. We want to be able to solve their problem. Um, And it's very difficult when we can't. But also, I I think it threatens us as well, because we think, well, if that can happen to them, could it happen to me? And sadly, sometimes I think that leads to us going, well, I've got to put that in a box. I've got to say that person doesn't have enough faith, or that person has sinned, or they have unforgiveness, or all kinds of other things, which can be true but certainly are not always the case. And and by doing that, we can kind of go, well, that thing doesn't threaten me because I just need to have faith and none of those things will touch me. And I, th- I think on a deeper level, I don't think any of us are consciously doing that, but I think on a deeper level, that's often a part of our instinctive response to kind of try and separate ourselves yeah. from other people's suffering. For me, what I found helpful with this is... Um Thinking of, the, there's two different kinds of deliverance we see in the Bible. Um, the first one is the one that I suppose we all want to experience as being delivered from something where, you know, something bad's going on or I've got ill or whatever it is. Um, help me, Jesus, deliver me from this yeah. thing. Rescue me out of the situation. And he can yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he doesn't always, because the other kind of deliverance is deliver me through yes. the situation. And sometimes God delivers us, but he delivers us through things. We've actually got to walk the hard path. We've got to go through the tough times and experiences. And actually, 
it's in those places where we actually find God and our faith is strengthened and, and, and developed a lot more than yeah. if we just, oh, well, rescue me, and you kind of get beamed out of that situation or everything's fine again. Um, there's that depth of communion with the Spirit and getting to really know God and your relationship with Him that, that is lost because you haven't actually gone through the, yeah. the trial. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think we, we have a lot to learn, actually, from people that suffer, people that... Um, do suffer. I mean, I know I, I do want to go back to the mental health because I know that was the uh, the question. You know, people that do struggle with anxiety or depression or whatever mental health um, challenge they're going through, to be able to persevere through that, to be able to keep their faith through that, to be able to um, really come to God with all of that, which is something that Refresh does encourage us to do, um, to bring all of those struggles to God. Um I, th I think, you know, many of us who perhaps haven't struggled in quite those ways have a lot to learn there. And, and I think just in general, I think we should be a lot slower to, to speak, <laughs> having just spoken. Um, <laughs> I think we should be slow to speak on things that we haven't ourselves experienced. I think we, we have a lot to learn from those people that are going through those things. And a bit like Job's friends, we can immediately jump to kind of trying to find a solution when actually... You know, those friends could have learned so much from Job's response, um, even when he made mistakes and, and you know, accused God of, of attacking him. You know, to be able to learn from that. And, and Job found a much deeper relationship with God through that. Mm. You know, I think for his friends, God was kind of a distant, you know, you can't possibly question God. Whereas Job kind of came through that to a really a much more personal, a much, much deeper and much more rewarding um, relationship with God through his struggles so yeah I, I do you know to answer the question yes Christians do struggle with mental health we can see that around us and it's a very complex thing and there are lots of different factors that go into that um, but I think yeah we need to be a little slow to speak and actually to to recognize that that we all struggle with different things and um, God is with us in those things so your book, Refresh, then, um, is it just for people who struggle with mental health? Who, who, who can benefit from reading your book? Yeah, well, Refresh certainly is not, um, it's not a substitute for proper mental health care, put it that way. It is a book that is designed for a, a very wide variety of people, people that just want a, a kind of gentle, no-pressure way to meet with God, a more flexible way that they can fit around busy lives, or around, you know, limited energy or, or struggling with things. Um, so I think it can be helpful for lots and lots of different people. And I've had really good feedback from many people who are not specifically struggling with, with mental health or physical health. Um, but I did definitely have kind of at the front of my mind all the way through that I wanted it to be a gentle companion for people that are struggling or just feeling weary in their faith or feeling far from God and who just needs something a little bit, yeah, gentle. Gentle was really, really the word that was in mm. my mind. I wanted it to be gentle. I wanted it to be something that was encouraging to people and that would help them, yeah, to reflect a bit themselves and to meet with God in a, just a, yeah, an easier way where they didn't mm. feel it was a pressure and something really difficult. So, yes, it is, I, I specifically did have people that, that we're struggling in mind, but it's something that I think we can all benefit from.
yeah now speaking of this 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 gentle approach um i was wondering would you be able to read us a little bit from it yes absolutely um well i was talking just now about how we uh, the topic that's about emotions and bringing emotions to god and that's actually the the extract i thought i might read brilliant um so this is from a topic called feel which is about managing our emotions um and the, the reading is uh, Psalm 22. Um, I'll just read the key verse, which is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? That's Psalm 22, verse 1. Psalms is a book of songs written to God. Some are full of praise, thanks and wonder. Others, like this one, express doubt, pain and fear. God promises to never leave those who follow him. And in reality, he had not left David. But David still felt lost and abandoned. The best thing he could do with his feelings was to sing them to God. In Psalm 22, we see how David questioned his emotions and worked out how to respond to them. First, he put his trust in God by pouring out his heart to him. Then he reminded himself of how God had helped his people in the past. He cried out once again, then fixed his mind on the faithful care God had shown him in his own life. As David thought about the truth of God's trustworthy love, he finally turned his pain into a prayer asking for help. Singing his feelings to God took David on a journey that led him out of despair into fresh hope and even praise. On the cross, Jesus cried out the opening words of Psalm 22. Jesus knew better than anyone that God had not really abandoned him. But David's words gave voice to his unbearable distress. In recalling this song, Jesus trusted his father with his pain and declared to those listening that his journey too would end in victory. On our own journeys, bringing our emotions to God is the first step. And then the three questions for this week are, how does it make you feel to see doubt, pain and fear expressed openly in the Bible? Can you think of a time when bringing painful feelings to God took you on a journey to fresh hope? And are there any tips you can take from David to help you work through your own emotions? Hmm, that's beautiful. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for sharing that. We'll be back just after these short messages. I'm chatting with author Joe Acharya about um, her book, her life. Um, and other ways that you can get in touch with her as well. So stay tuned, and we'll be back after these. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you can help keep it on the web. All you've got to do is buy me a coffee. Head over to buymeacoffee.com slash mattmcclary to make a donation. There is a link in this episode's show notes. So go on, buy me a coffee today and help this podcast to keep supporting Christian books and authors. Welcome back to Christian Book Blurb. I'm chatting with author Joe Acharya about her book, Refresh. And just before we get back to speaking to Joe, I wanted to tell you about Hugh Osgood's new book. It's called, Is Kindness Killing the Church? And in it, Hugh argues that the church was never designed to be held together with polite optimism and hopes that a greater biblical awareness could help us uncover the true robust unity Jesus spoke of. Is Kindness Killing the Church is now available from Hugh Osgood's website, hughosgood.com, and from wherever good books are sold. So go and check it out. 
Right, Joe, just before um, the break, we were talking about your book. You read us a fantastic extract um, and you told us pretty much who the book was, was for. I know that you have kind of rewritten the book in a way for a slightly different audience. What can you tell us about that? Yes. So really at the beginning of the project, when I set out to write this book, um, I, I wanted it to be, I wanted this book to be accessible to everybody. Um, I've worked with people with learning disabilities for about 18 years now. Um, and so I really wanted this book to be accessible to them too. As I was writing it, I kind of quickly realized that a one size fits all book was not going to work for anybody. Um, so I decided to split it into two versions. So Refresh that we've been talking about is, is for a wide audience. Um, and I've now adapted it into an easy read version, which has all the same devotionals and the same topics, but adapted to a, a kind of five to six year old reading level. So very, very simple language um, with a colorful layout and, and pictures as well that, that often help people who find reading hard to kind of understand better. Um, and that book um, is called Living Well with God, easy read Bible lessons for people who find reading hard. Uh, so it's kind of a companion book to refresh, but obviously the audience is completely different. Um, so I didn't I, want to I just call imagine, it easy read refresh. In the church that I go to, we we uh, um, have lots of people who find, well, English is their second language. Yes. And they find communication really difficult. So, yes, I, your book is aimed at people who um, find reading difficult. Yeah. But I suppose that even in, in, includes those from second language backgrounds who just have a basic sort of working knowledge of, of the language, they could still access um, these things. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So is it, that's brilliant. That's great. And you've got a crowdfunder to help you get this off the ground. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I have got a crowdfunder campaign, which is... Um, partly to try and raise some of the publishing costs because I'll be publishing this version myself. Um, but also more importantly, to try and just spread the word and, and encourage people to share it with um, people they know who might be interested as well, because getting the word out is, is often the hardest part. And it's obviously for a quite a specific audience. Um, um, like you said, Matt, you know, anyone who finds reading hard could benefit from this book. Um, so, yeah, so I've got that crowdfunder set up. Um, the link to that will be in the show notes. Um, yep. So please come along, You'll, um, visit that link. And there's a little video from me and, and some more information about who that's for and, and what it is. Um, it is something I'm really passionate about because there are so few resources out there um, to help true. people in their faith that are in really simple language, but designed for adults. You know, there's lots of kids resources, but the people that I'm really aiming this at are, are adults, you know, they, they need adult resources that are appropriate for them and for their stage of life. And that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, I also write other easy read resources on my website, um, valleyofsprings.com, which I think that will also be a link in the show notes as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll so, put both of those yeah. links in the show notes. So if you're listening Thank to you. this and you want to um, get involved with Joe's crowdfunder for this really important project, um, it's really a huge gap in the the Christian book um, world, really, um, is is easy read resources aimed at adults and not necessarily children. Um, so 
yeah, her crowdfunder link is in the show notes as well as her um, website. Um, you can find out more information. Just click below this podcast wherever you're listening to it and you should find those there. Now, Joe, um, one of the things we like to do here on Christian Book Blurb is to get to know our authors a little bit. You've shared a little bit about your life and your books, so we're kind of getting to know you. Um, but what we like to do is, is sort of take the dust jacket off the book uh, or off the author, rather, um, and, and find out who are you as a person? What do you like doing? Where do you live? Um, you know, what can you tell us about, about Joe? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm, um, I live in Sussex with my husband and our cat, who I have uh, shut up during this interview because otherwise he would be hassling me for food by now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I... I help at my church um, in a in a group that is for people with learning needs, and so I lead the Bible teaching there. I'm also a musician. Um, I'm a, a singer-songwriter. I haven't really done very much of that for a while because my, my creative energy has been going into these books, but um, I do love music and love singing as well. And I, I also really enjoy gardening. That's kind of one of my well-being activities, I think, because I tend to have quite a busy mind. I find it quite hard to just slow my brain down. Um, and gardening helps me do that to kind of just be focused on something practical with my hands that I don't have mm. to, um, it, yeah, yeah, it helps me slow, slow down I, a bit. I so. like gardening too. Um, it was, it was a, a realization one day as I was, I was sort of pottering around to the garden. I thought, wow, I really have, I'm an adult. I'm, I enjoy <laughs> yes. gardening. This is very strange. I know. I, I'm slowly <laughs> turning into my mum, which is lovely. Yeah. I mean, my mum's wonderful, <laughs> so that's not a problem. Um, but yeah, lots of the things that, that she likes, gardening and cooking, and um, that I never was interested in when I was younger. Suddenly, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm becoming interested in all those things. What do you enjoy eating? I, I like quite a variety of foods. I, I like sort of bold flavours, um, mm-hmm. but I like meals that are not too difficult to cook and that I can scale up um and and make several at a time so that oh, okay. <laughs> so that do, I don't have do to you, cook do you from freeze do you freeze and eat later I do, I, yeah I freeze a lot of meals uh-huh. um, yeah because with with cystic fibrosis as well my energy is a bit limited so I tend to try and kind of cook properly a couple of times a week but I'll do like four meals worth at a time so I can I've got freezer meals as well but yeah we like we like curries we like I'm doing a lot of roasting tin recipes at the moment. I've got a, um, a recipe book that's all roasting tin stuff, which is really nice and easy, but they're really lovely flavours. So well, it sounds like you use the recipe books you buy. I've got several sitting <laughs> on the shelf. There's like one or two sort of go-to recipes in each book. But, yeah. you know, I don't think I've cooked any of the other recipes. This is the first one where I've actually... Yeah, I've I've cooked so many from that book already, and they're all wow, really nice. Wow, really good. So, ah. so Rukmini Ayer, the roasting tin. <laughs> if anybody, I definitely would recommend that. She's not paying me. Um, <laughs> it's really good, really good food. Yeah, great. Thanks, thanks for telling us a, a little bit about yourself. It's always fascinating to get to know um, the authors as people. Um, it's yeah. really good. So thank you for that. Um, we have already spoken about this project that you're working on, this this easy read version um, of Refresh. Um, but I was wondering, do you have anything else coming up book related? Um, it, it might even just be sort of an idea at this stage. You might not have mm. had put pen to paper or is it um, keyboard to computer screen or whatever <laughs> it is these days. Um, 
have you got anything coming up that you might give us a sneaky peek of? Well, I, I, I think after this book, I might have a bit of break from books for a mm. while. Um, but I, what I want to do is kind of build up the resources on my website, that are free resources. Um, so I have some easy read Bible studies on there, uh, most of which have started in my group that I lead at my church. Um, and some pages that are just about um, kind of basics of Christianity, like, you know, why does the Bible have so many books in it? You know, how do you look up a Bible verse? Um, what's the easiest Bible to read and understand? Where we sort of look at a couple of versions that are designed for people who find reading harder. Um, so I want to kind of do a bit more of that because I've neglected that for a while working on uh, this easy read book. Um, but yeah, I think that's really where my focus is going to be for a little while. But who knows? You know, we you might get inspired and, <laughs> and do something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's excellent. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, we've already mentioned your website, valleyofsprings.com. Yeah. Um, are you on social media? Could people find you in other places? Yes, I'm on Facebook and Instagram um, at Valley of Springs. So very easy to find on there. So if you are um, wanting to um, make contact with Joe, um, find her on Instagram or Facebook or, of course, her website um, as well. And as we said before, there's going to be a link to her website in the show notes of this episode. Well, Joe, thank you so much for giving of your time to chat with us here on Christian Book Blurb. Um, I've really thank enjoyed you. it. I've, I've learned some stuff as well, which is excellent. <laughs> I really think the, the sort of the gap in the market that you are, are trying to write for... Um, is really important. And so thank you for doing that. Uh, I want to encourage you to, to keep going with that because that's really good. And I'm, I'm yeah, going to be you. going onto your website after this to, to check out <laughs> some, some stuff because I know that I'll find it useful um, with some of the people in my church as well. And of course, yeah, just opening up the whole discussion about wellness and good mental health um, for Christians is also really good as well. So thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you as well, the listener, for um, listening to our chat, our conversation. As always, I hope you've been inspired um, and your faith has been encouraged. I just want to let you know that we have a Facebook group called Fans of Christian Book Blurb. So if you are a fan of Christian Book Blurb, if you have listened to um, a couple of episodes, please do check us out on the Fans of Christian Book Blurb Facebook group. We've got some lovely discussions going on over there. You have an opportunity to even ask some questions to some future guests as well, as well as all sorts of other stuff going on. So do check us out over there on our Fans of Christian Book Blurb Facebook group. But other than that, do come back again. Um, we will have another podcast coming out really soon. They come out twice a month uh, where we'll be interviewing another Christian author about their books, their faith and their life. Thank you so much for watching. Not watching. This is a podcast. You've been listening. Thank you so much for listening. And we do hope to see you again really soon. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Christian Book Blurb with your host, Matt McClary. Do give it a like, give it a share and let your friends know all about it. We do hope to see you again soon on another Christian Book Blurb.